<laughs> okay, should we do the top of the show? Do we do we do that already? We did, right? No, we didn't. We did? Okay, let's do the top of the show. Okay. In two one zero. Welcome to Tosbusage. The one star podcast with Scott and Jeff. The Tosbusageness show. In America. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, review it all you want, star reviewers. Pip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Yeah. I love the new theme song. That was a Diet Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. You go anywhere where there's a crowd and you just hear it. You hear people saying Tosposash, but you don't know what it means. It gets annoying going out in public and just hearing our podcast everywhere. Yeah. Because people are dining outdoors now. And so they bump it. Of yeah, they're bumping our podcast uh-huh. Out, uh-huh. outdoors because uh, a lot of diners are requesting it, obviously. Yeah, and what gets us in trouble because these are the COVID times that everybody always wants to dance to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Six feet apart, people, even when enjoying our podcast. Yeah, but they can't. They want to grind when they hear the podcast. They want to get really up close and personal yeah. and grind. They want to do the lumbata. Mm-hmm. But they can't because of COVID. The Forbidden Dance. <laughs> so, I, yeah, that's why I'm a little bit mad at COVID. Yeah, I know. If it weren't for COVID, I mean, people could just freely, freely grope each other to our podcast. Well, I think before COVID, we were working our way up sort of that dance hall chart. In order to get up there in the, on that chart, you got to get some plays at the strip clubs. And we had a couple different strip clubs where they were interested well, you and I are friends with uh, most of the strip club DJs mm-hmm. in town, in the you know, in the Southern California area. It's a we small world. Most of that's who it hangs out together: strip club DJs and podcasters. Yeah, they're totally willing to to play it for to have women strip to mm-hmm. our podcast. It's very rhythmic, very soothing, and erotic. Our voices. <laughs> uh, okay, should we introduce our our guest today? Yeah, let's do it. This is, first of all, I should say this is episode number 200, lucky episode number 207. It'll be, it might be hard for you to listen to all 207 in a row just because a couple of them have been misplaced, a couple were retired, several were stolen. We had to sell some of the podcasts when times got tough. (laughs) Yeah, we did. We We did, so... So our guest today, he has a dog by the name of Pug Durkins. His name is Doug Perkins. Yeah. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Tell us a little bit about Pug Durkins. Well, that was my that was my big opener back when I did stand up. I would uh-huh. come come out on the stage. Yep. Very confident, very excited. Yeah. Ready to start my set, and I go, "Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Pug Durkins." And I go, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, my name's Doug Perkins. My dog's name is Pug Durkins. He's a lab. <laughs> Come, on. <laughs> Come on. Why am I not a huge celebrity? <laughs> okay. So, Doug. <laughs> sure we get going. What you got, Doug? Oh, this is the podcast where we... <laughs> Um, say talk about stuff for like just under an hour and then put it on the internet for people to listen to i think you you described what a podcast is <laughs> yeah what is ours is ours unique or spe- unique in some way it is right not really uh <laughs> it, it's a podcast where two white guys talk to each other hey i'm scandinavian <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, two super white guys. Yeah, extra. I'm extra white. <laughs> this is not for our die stars out there. This is for our first time listeners. Yeah. The One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff is a show where we find crazy one star reviews about anything. 
and everything on the internet, and we read them to each other and make fun of the people who wrote them. We review the reviews. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Shall we get going? Shall we start? Let's do it. Doug, what you got? I had a lot of fun a couple weeks back uh, reading a soap review. That was yeah. for... Bar soap. That was, that, yes, that was for a bar of uh, Dove soap. Yep. This week, I have a series of reviews all for Dial Antibacterial Deodorant Soap White Four ounce bars, pack of eight. Very specific. And, and this uh, this is going to run you five dollars and twenty nine cents for eight bars. That's a good deal. Seems pretty reasonable. However, in reading the reviews, I believe the price fluctuates wildly. <laughs> okay. Okay. But uh, um, that's what it's at right now. The first review is from Tim McKinney, and he gives it one star. And I believe this review is written during the 1800s. Uh, <laughs> right. And he says, The scent was okay. I liked it because of no perfumes, but it still had a scent that lingers I do not like. I think a moisturizer or oil might do the trick. The bars were made in a way that made them disappear rather quickly, in my opinion. I think if you just had them in a rectangle without the name carved in the bars or anything like that, they would last longer and be a better product. I will not pay more than the original price for those three bars of soap, for they were fairly priced, and I am disappointed the price jumped up dramatically. If you get the price back down to $1.50 for three bars, let me know, for I will order two of them. <laughs> and if you change the content and the shape, I might try them at a slightly higher price, but not much more. If I like them, I will order them for a long time at a fair price. Sincerely, Floyd McKinney. <laughs> Polite. But he said, well, he said his name was Tim McKinney. In the <laughs> first part. But he must go by Floyd McKinney. I don't know. Or his uh, brother finished the review somehow. <laughs> Gotta go take a dump. Hey, can you finish this review for me, Floyd? But I, I love, uh, yeah, how polite he is. If you get the price back down to the $1.50 for three bars, let me know, for I will order two of them. <laughs> does he, does he doesn't like that they've carved the name, the dial name into the yeah. bar, right? Yeah, uh, he's getting a, 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 a dial uh, <laughs> worth of soap carved out of his bar. That, that's the good shape, soap that they're the just carving. They should just send him the dial shavings that come out of that. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's Floyd McKinney, a thoughtful fella. Bella gives it one star and says, It can only be used to wash your hands, not to clean your clothes. Hmm. I, I bought it to wash towels and underwear. How? But it doesn't clean well. This I soap doesn't it in the washing machine. Lather much and has limited cleaning power. I feel like it's okay to wash my hands if you use it to wash your clothes, you can't wash your clothes quickly at all. If you have grease on your clothes, then it doesn't clean at all. It takes a lot of soap to make a little lather each time. So it's okay to use it to wash your hands. It's not okay to wash your clothes at all. So she said the same thing about eight times <laughs> in this review. <laughs> but uh, I just picture her as like a an old Russian lady who like <laughs> you know lives, lives by the Creek yeah. and is I, ordering Amazon bars, <laughs> soap bars to be delivered to the Creek. I picture her taking a shower with all her clothes on. <laughs> and that's how she washes her clothes and, and her towels. Yeah. <laughs> but also yeah, like I, there's a whole section of the grocery store that's, for soap that washes clothes and then a different section. I know this woman's going to be amazed when she finds out about different soaps. I got I got one of those lawn those uh, dishwasher pod soaps. Right. I wonder what what would happen there. I threw a bunch of dishes in the washing machine. <laughs> uh, but it's I'm I'm actually like very excited for this woman. And for her to live her life, she like obviously just came out of some sort of hostage situation <laughs> where she was held captive for like 28 years. This one, Kawhi reader, 
I believe. Maybe it's Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, sure uh, it is. (laughs) Gives Dial Bar Soap one star and says, My housekeeper loves it, but it was a little bit too strong of a scent for me. This product has way too strong of a smell for me, so I gave it to my housekeeper, and she loves it. Just a personal preference and nothing against Dove, even though this is Dial. But, and, uh, and, a, and another reminder that I'm doing so well that I have a housekeeper. <laughs> yeah. And that you gave your housekeeper a bar of soap. And, used. Used and, soap. <laughs> you already used, got a couple pubes on it. Just scrape the pubes off with your fingernail. Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> kind sir, for this bar of soap. Ooh, I love it so much. Oh, uh, you... No pro- no problem. No problem. I know. I know. It's the least I could do. You do so much for me. And this is uh, <laughs> obviously, this is in lieu of payment. <laughs> just let's just stop for a second and think about the idea of sitting down and writing a review about bar soap. <laughs> yeah. The amount of time I've ever thought about bar soap in my entire life is much less than what we've already talked about on this podcast. This is quadrupled. Yeah. The amount of time I've ever thought about bar soap. I mean, I spend an ungodly shitload amount of time on the computer and internet and on my phone, and it never even crosses my mind that I should spend one minute of that time reviewing anything. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's one I kind of like from from <laughs> Amazon customer. One star. It looks fake. It was wrapped loosely and looks like a deeper gold in color, and the dial stamp does not look real. Much deeper dial letters. Hmm. I'm not shoving this up my ass. It's fake. <laughs> you you hear this a lot in Amazon reviews where like, I don't think this is the real deal. This isn't right. the this isn't the Scotch Brite sponge I know and love. <laughs> this is a counterfeit sponge. These people, it's a real get rich slow scheme to uh, counterfeit soap. <laughs> And sell it to <laughs> sell it to Amazon to pass off its dial. JJ Lock gives it one star and says, "Rip off smaller and smaller bars." I have used the dial gold bar soap for years, and recently it's gotten smaller and smaller to the point where, after about three showers, the bar is a little sliver too tiny to use. I'm disappointed as I will have to switch soap as it's not time-slash-cost-effective to continue to use Dial Gold Bar Soap. I've tried to email the company about this a few times, but their website has this syntax error. No, it's not my computer. I've tried from three different computers. (laughs) What's wrong with this company? Not only are they cheating us on the bars, you have no way of complaining to them. The sentence, I'm disappointed as I will have to switch soap. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Go ahead. The fine people at Dial certainly don't give a damn that you're switching soap. When was the last time, Doug, that you got angry at your bar soap? If I'm being honest. Yeah. This um, is a safe place. It's. I guess I don't get angry at the soap. I just always get angry at how... When you get that small sliver of soap, it pretty much becomes useless. Yeah. Well, have you uh, thought about complaining to the company that the bar gets too small? I've been meaning to write uh, all the soap companies, really, <laughs> to <laughs> let them know my feelings on a, a wide variety of issues uh, concerning their soaps. And yeah, that'll be one of them. These people are loyal to an extreme to these companies that don't give a shit about them the companies aren't loyal to you like they don't care no those are my those are my two cents so kip what you got so doug i've got a review of this uh kind of bar and grill that i go to sometimes uh it's not a review from the customer exactly well it sort of is but it's the it's somebody that works at the restaurant who is reviewing a customer trying to order some nachos. Okay, ready? Yeah. I was a server at a very casual barbecue joint and a woman ordered chicken nachos. 
Then said, but without the pico, the nacho cheese, the sauces, the guacamole, the sour cream, the bean stuff, the salsa, the cilantro, and the jalapenos. <laughs> I repeated her order twice to make sure I'd gotten it right, and she was clearly getting annoyed with me. I was finally like, it's just going to be tortilla chips with chicken on top. Are you sure that's what you want? If you have <laughs> dietary restrictions or something or don't like certain foods, there could be something else on the menu I'd suggest that you may enjoy more. But she cuts me off and said, Yes! I just want chips with chicken on top. Is there a problem with that? <laughs> I apologize yeah, there to her. There is a problem. It's a stupid order, ma'am. <laughs> I apologized to her and went to explain to the chef what she wanted. Right? <laughs> chef. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she Fresh uh, uh, straight from the Le Cordon Bleu. Uh, I got an yeah. order for you. <laughs> yep. And then so I went to ask the chef, tell the chef what she wanted. And the chef said to go back and double check with her <laughs> again. So she had to go back and have this conversation again with the lady. Yeah, the chef says, also thinks you're stupid. So so I bring out this pile of tortilla chips with chicken on top, and I've never seen someone so angry with me. What? Oh, she, my God. This is great. She, she made a huge scene yelling about what the hell I just brought her. I kept apologizing, explaining that I thought that's what she asked for, and I'd fix the problem and ask what she actually wanted. She said she did want just the chips and the chicken, but what I brought her wasn't even nachos. It was just chicken and chips. <laughs> she, so she did want the cheese? I don't know. She didn't say anything about cheese still. This is a hilarious prank. So she says, I spent way too long talking with her, trying to figure out what she wanted. Did she want anything else on there or with it? No. Did she want something else made for her? No. Oh, she's just trying to make up a problem to get a free meal? At this point, I don't even know. But she's wasted so much time and I have other tables that need me. I apologize again and tell her there's no charge for her meal. But she says, no, that's not what she wants. <laughs> she wants charge for her meal. <laughs> Eventually... This goes on still. It's a long one. Yeah, I like it. Eventually, I managed to pull myself away to get the manager, who went through the same long set of questions I did, struggling to understand. <laughs> Eventually, the manager got frustrated and said, This is stupid. I'm not arguing with you anymore about how the chips and chicken you ordered is just chicken and chips. <laughs> I wanted the chips on top of the chicken. <laughs> you brought me chicken on top of the chips, you idiots. <laughs> Then the woman gestures me over to yell at me about how rude my manager was to her. Insisting she did. <laughs> Excuse me, attempted... are you the manager? Uh, go get an employee for me. I got to complain <laughs> about you to them. The whole time all this was happening, the man she was there with just stared down at his plate. Oh my God, he was. There was someone with her. So embarrassed. For some reason, he I was just picturing so her alone. And she had just, like, escaped custody <laughs> and was there alone. But, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> and then you he probably can't eat till she gets her, you know. Yeah. She's like, no, don't eat until my my order gets here. And then she what says, then the employee thing. says, the employee says, that night I went home, drank a beer, and just stared at the wall for a long time trying to figure out what that order was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct uh, response to that. <laughs> That's an existential crisis there. But also, like, if you're just ordering chips and chicken, you could get them, like, a side of chips and a side of chicken, and they could do whatever they want with it. Yeah, but, like, but she didn't want that, man. She wanted nachos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she nachos. nachos. I, I think cheese or is the, a requirement for nachos or some yeah. sort of cheese. I would, it, when, once When we finally open up our nacho restaurant... Top notch, yeah. Top, uh, top notch. This lady, this lady will not be allowed. I'd, I'd actually like to invite this woman in to uh, create whatever <laughs> oh, it is she was thinking and put it on the menu. The, fam the old famous Janice. If I was with someone who who did this at a restaurant, I would be very concerned. <laughs> you're to, you're putting yourself in the uh, shoes in of the, the guy uh, yeah. that she yeah, was with. Yeah. Are you okay? Do uh, let's make an appointment. You know what um, I think I would have done? The same thing the guy did. I would just be like, "Oh God, yeah, oh, please <laughs> let this be over and just sit, stare straight down." <laughs> All right, should we move on to our most popular segment? 
I does am. your chair that you're sitting in while doing the podcast have a seat belt? Yes. Yes, it does. Oh, good. Well, you might want to put it on for this. Give me a break. I sure deserve it. It's time I made it to the top. Give me a break. I'm looking forward. Get behind me. Pull out every stop. What are you eating there? Let me see. Let me see if I can guess based on the chewing sounds. Let's hear those. Let's hear it. Soft? Mm-hmm. Is it a home? Is it an item from your house or did you get it from a, a place? I got it from a place. It sounds like it might be like some sort of a pastry, like a nighttime well, pastry. <laughs> did you say a nighttime pastry? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a snickerdoodle cookie from Milk. Is milk a, uh, like a place? It's a place that does ice cream sandwiches. But Ooh. I go and just buy their cookies. Oh, yeah. You thought you would be fun to just eat it right in front of me. Okay. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to a TOSP Wasage. Sage it up. Thanks for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed the break. And hope you took the time during the break to email us. Tosquassage yeah. at gmail.com. Just shoot us an email, put something in the subject, something in the body of the email, and we will send you a transcript of episode 204. Yeah. You know, and we know, we're not stupid. We know that it's tough to live up to, it's tough to live up to the break. You yeah. Know, you, everybody listens to the break, then we got to come back and do more of the podcast. Right. But it's hard. To, it's a hard act to follow, is what you're saying. Right. We're not naive. We know that you're listening for the break, but we'll try. Right. You know, we we'll do our best. Amen. Yeah. And you had a little bit of news, uh, Tosposage news for us, Doug. Oh yeah. Well, this is very exciting, and I would say it's as exciting as the break. Okay. And that Ooh. that that is that uh, we've been doing this podcast now. This is our t- our what. 207th episode wow wow mm-hmm. and and so you can imagine it's uh risen in popularity since the very first breath we took on yeah. the podcast in episode one i would say our listenership has doubled with the growth uh in popularity with our meteoric rise this week alone i fielded several offers of people who wanted to pay us handsomely and you know we would get sponsors real deal sponsors and everything and uh so i fielded some of these phone calls and i told them all no all right oh i'm keeping this podcast pure and i think i uh speak for both me and you that's what i told them at least yeah where absolutely not is the you, answer and because ple- you please don't you think call that, again you think that making any sort of money or anything or benefiting from this podcast in any way would be like selling out. Oh, I already feel like I'm selling out just doing a podcast. And you feel like you should or need to speak for me as well? Yes. They asked for your phone number. Uh-huh. They thought you might be more reasonable. Yeah. Uh, I, I gave them a fake number. They just yeah. called me right back, actually, and I pretended to be you. You know, I heard recently that uh, Hollywood was going to stop making movies and TV shows and focus solely on podcasting. Yeah. In two to three years, Netflix will be all podcasts. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it would have been life-changing money and opportunity, but we have pretty good lives. But you don't think that I want that, right? No, 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 no. Okay. Look at you. Look Look at you. You love your job down at the Jiffy Lube. Uh, uh, actually, and, you know what, uh, dude? I switched over. They offered me more hours over at the Valvoline. Oh, yeah, nice, and nice. The, do you know? Do you know what the Val? Have you ever been to the Valvoline? No, I haven't. They make you feel like you're in a race car more than 
Jiffy Lube does. Oh, they make, they make it seem like whatever car you drive into the Valvoline, like you're at a pit stop. They do. I'm serious. I'm serious. They not not like the not completely. They I think they should go further and make it seem more like a pit stop. But they they definitely mm-hmm. are. That's that's the vibe. Is that you're at a pit stop. This uh, episode of Taspel says brought to you by Valvoline. The Jiffy Lube <laughs> makes you feel like you're at a NASCAR pit stop. Valvoline. Also sponsored by Red Robin. Red Robin, a restaurant I thought was really good when I was in high school. And then later in life, you come to learn it's really not that good. Red well, Robin. they put an egg on the burger. There's yeah, they'll a burger put an, with egg. an egg on it. They'll put an egg on anything. Yeah, they were really um, pioneers in the egg <laughs> on the burger. Yeah, they, were, they really were. And, and the bottomless fries, which in high school is a great idea. But uh, when you get older, you do not want any part of bottomless fries. <laughs> okay, so we've got a guest here. Uh, it's yes. a special one. Oh, it's like a sitcom where uh, someone's yeah. <laughs> someone's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, he was a he's a member. He's a legacy of the Delta Burke fraternity organization. What's up? From Washington State University. His name is Oscar Beltran. Hey guys, Woo! how's it going? I didn't realize we're oh, gonna talk. Delta Burks. <laughs> yeah, not neither. Uh, Doug, do you know why we brought this guest on today? Uh, I don't know why you brought me on, Kip. Oh, I do. I know why. Uh, a couple, uh, some of the die stars, the uh, big time fans, you know, that's one star me. Some of them call themselves <laughs> the die stars. Uh, yeah, remember die stars. Uh, a couple episodes we were talking about this show called The Love of Ray J. Oh, Ooh. yeah. And yeah, uh, listen so to that. the booking department put a wide search out for anybody that had any information yeah. on the show the love of ray j yeah on dude. what channel was it on doug well uh it was on vh1 but we should ask all these questions to oscar yeah oh, yeah, yeah i can answer some of those <laughs> okay so oscar uh is it it's uh you so you're here because you are a expert on the love of ray j season from, one yeah, expert from, for yeah. sure an expert, but only season one. Well, because you were laying the groundwork. Right. I was yeah. the one that was there helping set up the uh, uh, garage. So we had a bunch of cameras in the house. Which uh, ladies did you work with on the show? Man, there was... Uh, did you work with Feisty? Feisty was there. Chardonnay. You guys, uh, remember Chardonnay? Uh, <laughs> Did it not work out? <laughs> it didn't work out for the lo- the the connection that Ray J met made. Also, it didn't work out for me because I didn't do season two. <laughs> what? I have a, I have a more general question. Yeah. Who is Ray J? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, wait, is he, he a per- he- is he is he a person that was is famous because of a sex tape? No, that's his, uh, wait, maybe. Yeah, he was in the sex tape with Kim Kardashian. He was? Yeah, I think that a was one A different one or the main one? Um, I think the main one. The main, <laughs> the, the main Kim Kardashian. Okay, but who was he before the sex tape? Because she doesn't just date non-famous people. Right. Well, he's Brandy's brother, yeah. <laughs> he's yep. Brandy's oh. brother. So I'm not sure quite. <laughs> well, that's, and that's he got his VH1 show. That that <laughs> explains it. Oscar, are you familiar with the Tospoisage word of mouth challenge? Well, here's what I do. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I know you guys from the Delta Burks fraternity, uh, yeah. um, way back college buddies. Um, but here, you know, I'm gonna. Nobody knows any of my friends from back home. So when you guys started doing this, this podcast, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I let people know that this, this was a, a, a good listen, uh-huh. but I don't want to be like, Hey man, check out my buddy's podcast. So what I say right. is like, Hey man, I heard about this podcast. It's really funny and let it be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause nobody wants to listen to your friend's podcast. No, and we're still, a funny one. And we're still looking for our first listener that doesn't know us. So I'm if sure you're <laughs> I'm so sure you, in the Grand Rapids, the greater Grand Rapids area, there's at least one or two new new listeners. Who don't know us at all. That don't know you at all. And now they think I'm a fraud because I didn't tell them you were my friend. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. Now they'll stop listening. Throw down their podcasting device as soon as they hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, this is my favorite podcast. It's all a lie. 
this guy was just i thought it was funny up until i realized that i knew somebody that was doing it (laughs) yeah i'm in Uh, marketing now so i know how to do stuff yeah that's right so anyway oscar what else you got all right you guys uh uh, i got a lot i got a lot of stuff good um i think it's too much but uh, like i mentioned i live in uh michigan now Uh uh-huh you know, it's in the middle of uh, the United States. Mm-hmm. Some people call yeah. it a flyover state. How yeah. dare they? It's, it's beautiful <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. I, I fly under it. <laughs> smart, smart, Doug. Uh, so in the Midwest, there's kind of a different, um, there's, there's like a Midwest nice kind of a okay. attitude. Okay. People don't ever uh, say anything mean to you unless you're not around. And Passive it, aggressive. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So I feel like Yelp and these, these sites are just like where people go to lose you know, loosen up, oh, let it out. I see. Okay. Cause they're fake. Nice all the time. That's the only place they can be honest. Right. They never let okay. on that they're upset or don't like you. <laughs> and I'm going to read uh, a couple of, a, a couple that I thought were funny gun stores. You guys Cabela's gun stores. Cabela's. Yeah. I Cabela's are like a ecosystem. You what is it? Like a rainforest. Is it fishing and shooting kind of it's fishing, shooting, camping, uh, grilling fucking can we say that on this podcast <laughs> oh shit sorry no no swearing on the podcast <laughs> the like, only thing I'm... more dangerous than guns is swearing yes on podcast That's true yep. this one struck me as funny because okay. it's a dude yelling at cabela's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh here we go uh what part of unsubscribed from your marketing emails do you not understand cabela's <laughs> you spam me every damn day, and when I finally get fed up with it and I block your emails, you turn off my wife's Cabela's credit card. <laughs> so when she's standing in line at the grocery store, she gets declined. Uh, then you call it a fraud alert. And then, when you, then we have to call you to get it turned back on. Then I give you my new email address, and then the spam starts all over again. <laughs> then I unsubscribe the day after, but they just keep coming. So this dude is thinking that he he's really uh, Cabela is really. It's uh, like a conspiracy. Yeah. When he unsubscribes, they turn off his wife's credit card <laughs> to get the yeah, subscription I, back. I'm sure it's all interconnected. But I like that you can use the Cabela's credit card anywhere right. though. Grocery right. store. Yeah. I anywhere. I I have a Macy's card for some reason, and I thought I could only use it at Macy's yeah. for the longest time. <laughs> yeah. But apparently you. I could use it anywhere. The whorehouse. Anyway, they, take, they take credit cards. So this dude, I mean, he's, he's obviously upset, but he's got more to say. Okay. So, um, so the next line is doing business with me is a privilege, not a right. <laughs> All <laughs> about me. I'm Jeez. getting ready to cut your credit card into little pieces. I get air miles from American express and they don't spam him like you jokers do. So then he goes, so here's what I'm going to do. He's like laying down the rules for Cabela's, which they aren't going to read this. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to block your spam emails again. If my wife's Cabela's card gets declined for any reason, business with you will be permanently terminated. Wow. Uh, uh, two months later. What's your problem, Cabela's? Really? It's him again? Yeah. <laughs> I've unsubscribed from your marketing emails over 30 times, and yet you still send me crap every day. Do you have wow. some kind of corporate learning disability? This is after a lot of misspellings. As a result of your ignorance, I have instructed my wife to cut the card into little pieces and stop using her Cabela's Club credit card. This guy is leaving this review for a specific Cabela's location. Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> but it has to do with Cabela's corporate. Yeah. And uh, not only am I like a, a Ray J season one expert, also a digital marketing expert. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If they unsubscribe, you cannot send them stuff legally. legally? Is it legally? Uh, it falls under some sort of like right to something that they're not allowed to, you're not allowed to keep harassing. Yeah, them. It's like yeah. the do not call list. Yeah. Once yeah, you tell true. someone you don't want to be called anymore. Right. But that doesn't work either. Yeah. So what do I You got to find out how they're sneaking past these spam filters, Oscar. Uh, he told to us, get somebody dude, on that. You block the credit card so they can't buy groceries at the grocery <laughs> store. You're right. You attack <laughs> then, their family. You go yeah. after their family like the mob does. Yeah. Right. Cabela's is a lot like Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> Cabela's it's, is cool, though. I went to a Cabela's in Las Vegas one time and I ended up like shooting bows and arrows. 
Or, yeah, dude. I didn't shoot the bows. I shot the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> is it a Bass Pro Shop rival store? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah it because is? I read through some of these other Yelp reviews, and that is everybody's go-to. Keep, keep doing me wrong, Cabell, as I'm going to Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> the only thing I really know about hunting is that man is the most dangerous game of all. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about the meat, though? Is it How's the meat taste? Of man? Yeah man meat delicious it is right <laughs> yeah. yeah doug what else you got okay well here's a review it's some fancy hotel on laguna beach or in laguna Niguel or something okay that is a fancy spot man yeah i didn't want to really say the name but it's like one of the fanciest hotels in all of california okay and this person matt bailey says homeless man was sleeping on the park bench steps away from our thirty three hundred dollar a night bungalow patio (laughs) (laughs) how dare that homeless man yeah that's a a little bit of a, a problem there with the what a great work. deal that homeless guy's getting though on the bungalow <laughs> yeah i mean that's at least a, a hundred dollars a night just to be near it if it's 3300 yeah, then there is a group of motorcycle bikers who were working on motorcycles at front entrance on the driveway <laughs> that has to do with anything i'm not sure he was that doesn't feel like he's in front of a, a Laguna Niguel five-star hotel. That feels like you were somewhere else. But these are his up-top complaints. Okay. And then he has this complaint a couple paragraphs later. Hotel, pool, and common areas appeared very empty. Did not seem very busy for all the wait times we were quoted. We also witnessed a couple having sexual intercourse in the hot tub in front of our children. Guess that's why it was drained the next morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But (laughs) I just love the idea. They're in the same hot tub as these kids, and they're like, hey, kids, want to see something cool? Oh, you're picturing the kids are in the hot tub also. (laughs) That's in your mind. in front of my children. (laughs) Yeah, they said in front of our children. Hey, kids, check it out. (laughs) But, like, they witnessed the people having sex in front of their children. So did they say anything? No, they just watched it go down. Yeah, they were just in shocked silence. Yeah, that's five stars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kids, you don't. I know I don't know you, kids, but you don't mind if I take my wife to the bone zone. <laughs> um, and then it ends with, "I regret spending fifteen thousand dollars for a four-night stay." <laughs> with so many other options available. Yeah, uh, it kind of feels like maybe this dude was just on a drug trip because there's a homeless dude in front of your hotel, bikers. Couples having sex by your children, and you pay, and you spent fifteen thousand dollars in two days. So he's paying yeah, like five thousand dollars a night for this room that's like got the view of the hot tub sex. You pay extra for that—the live sex show. What is a five thousand dollar a night hotel room? If there is like, as soon as this, uh, as soon as we sign that big podcast contract, we'll we'll find out. Yeah. All right, yep. Kip. Kip, what else you good? This is a review for uh, uh, pillows. I see you're using a pillow right now. Yeah, I am. I am. I enjoy, I I like, I I personally am a user of pillows. Do you guys use pillows? Yeah, I got a couple. What about you, Doug? Nope, never. No, no pillows? Never. uh, Yeah, I've seen them. You kind of lay, how how do you sleep? Do you kind of sleep? Do you use a, a mattress? Uh, I have a couple cats that I sort of use as pillows. See, I used to be just face down on a box spring. Oh, yeah. But then I discovered, yeah, then I discovered mattresses and pillows. Yeah, pillows are the, uh, like, mattresses of your head, they say. (laughs) Here's a review for the Beckham Luxury Linen Pillow. Is this a Victoria Beckham thing? The Beckham Hotel Collection Gel Pillow 2-Pack Luxury plush gel pillow dust mite resistant and hypoallergenic queen pillow sadija de douchage <laughs> who gives it one yep. star and says it wasn't comfortable the pillow sure i didn't like nothing because it goes so low when you put your head on the pillow so it goes very low i don't like nothing about it 
one star poetic in a way yeah that was gonna say that's like i don't know uh doug knows more about english but that sounded like iambic pentameter let me ask you guys if you what type of pillow you like are you a side sleeper i am a face sleeper face sleepers yeah stomach sleeper stomach sleeper yeah so i need it to just kind of uh, not go so low. So maybe, or or do you like it when it goes so low? Because if it goes too high, then your neck is like up. Yeah, that's that's are, much worse. What about you, Doug? Are are we doing this because there's a very popular podcast called Pillow Talk? <laughs> oh, is there? Yeah, cross promotion. I'll, I'll get on that one yeah, too. Cross, all right. Yeah. Well, as long as we're talking pillow, I've never had a problem with any pillow. <laughs> I could use. I could figure out a way to use any pillow. Like if it's too thin, I'll just fold it. Oscar, oh. what else you got? All right. So uh, have you guys heard of these uh, pumpkin patches, cider oh, yeah. mills, and, and like uh, where families oh. go? Sure. Yeah, I've Great had place. to go to those. I've had Great to go to a lot of those. for uh, kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That corn maze is, uh, you build it right. You got yourself a, basically a fishnet. Yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> so here's one. It's also in the, in Greater Grand Rapids. I won't mention the name because I quite enjoy it when I go with my family. Uh, we were here today thinking we could have a lovely family outing and get some pumpkins to carve. Boy, were we wrong. There were so many people there. The gift shop slash place for the wine tasting was ridiculous hot. If you wanted to get your kids to go on a hayride or jump on a pillow or corn maze, cost you out the ass. Uh, I wonder what kind of pillow. They do make you pay extra for everything. You go there and you like, they let you like look at a pumpkin and then you have to pay extra to pick a pumpkin and then you have to pay extra to go on a hayride and they have to pay extra to look at the ponies. Yeah. Yeah. Pay extra to look at the ponies and you have to pay extra to like, you have to buy tickets because everything, they try to pretend everything's like a ride. It's a real scam. Yeah. And like they take you on a tractor and essentially it's like what they were probably like irrigating with earlier in the day. And they just load a bunch of people there and it's 20 bucks. And then the whole thing is designed around one photo op for the moms to set up their (laughs) kids in front of like something. Aren't aren't there other places though that are just pumpkins where you could just go and get a pumpkin or does that not exist? No, that was, that's what if, if a day, if it was up to a dad, yeah. That's where they would go. Let's go just grab that go pumpkin. To the CVS parking lot for the pumpkin patch of the CVS parking lot. Here's here's my favorite part. They want you to buy their apple cider, but didn't want to give samples. We still bought it, and luckily it is great. So. <laughs> Wait, one star still? Still one star, but it's great. <laughs> that's a really good one. So the so that's the best thing that, to come man. out of that experience. There should be no positives in a one star review. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? His and great are all capitalized. So she was that. I mean, it it got to her. She loved it. For this cider lady. rules, cider house rules. <laughs> Send Movie you about orphans. <laughs> hey Doug, yeah. uh, what else you got? I'm so happy you asked. This is a one star review for the Weston Bonaventure Hotel. It's that hotel in downtown LA that was in that movie, in the Line of Fire. Uh, Big B gives it one star. They had bed bugs, and I got bit up on my legs and back. Uh-oh. We made claim, and they never got back to us. All four of us got bit marks and showed the person writing the report. Besides having bed bugs, the Weston was a great stay. <laughs> <laughs> One star. For the bed bugs. Uh, maybe the bed bugs. It would be interesting if the bed bugs were more, a little bit more of a parasite where they could kind of get in there and get in worm their way into your brain and write a few five-star reviews about the place try to get more people in there <laughs> sure bed bugs yeah. but the hotel's great. great come on by here's here's another quick one for the same place and this is from jenny h it's uh make note of that name jenny jenny h. i i hate when nice establishments slash corporations are not forward thinking and do not have baby changing stations in the men's rooms. Mm. Get it together. It's 2020, people. Yeah. Jenny was checking out the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even <Come> click. On. <laughs> I, I've seen the ones in the men's rooms, and they're always like extra disgusting for some reason. But yeah. they are, right? But then. Yeah. It makes you wish that they didn't have one, right, Oscar? So you have an right, excuse yeah. for not doing the changing. Because it just it prolongs what's going to end up happening. I'm going to walk in there yeah. with the kid, 
It's going to be disgusting. And then I have to take a picture of it, bring the kid out, show my wife, Terry, uh, look how disgusting I can't yeah. clean the baby. And then she takes the kid to the clean one. Right. In the female uh, the, bathrooms. You know, it'd be really funny gag, guys, uh, <laughs> is to go and take your child into the men's room to change it and then come out with the kid, but then you're wearing a diaper outside of your pants and you look down and go, oh no. <laughs> if you body swapped with a baby, would you like not know how to control your bowels like a baby? Like, is that a brain mechanism? It's gotta be just muscle, Bell right? Muscle. Cause they're not consciously shitting themselves. They just, it comes so that, out. <laughs> so that means like, if you body swap with a baby and you're, you're like this adult brain in a tiny baby, you're still gonna shit and piss yourself because you have no choice. That's what always confused me. Why doesn't the brain swap? You know, in, a, in like a, in a, in a swap movie, your brain should swap. I've always thought it would be good in a body swap movie, like a father and son body swap, like in Dudley Moore and uh, Kirk Cameron in that movie. The wife comes home and really wants to fuck her husband. Yeah, yeah. But, it would really be having sex with the kid and then uh they and have so to come clean but the w wife is super horny and so she she's like i gotta have sex with someone <laughs> and so is it is it ethical for her to have sex with her son's physical body but it's her husband inside <laughs> wait <laughs> Wait, which one is more or less ethical? A sex with your husband's body, but your kid's brain, <laughs> or your kid's body and your husband's yeah, brain? It's worth like me going back to school and getting a philosophy degree <laughs> so that I could teach a philosophy class about this. And that's why there shouldn't be changing tables in men's rooms. Uh, Kip, what else you got? Well, let me just change things up a little bit and give another review for this pillow. Here's uh, what Michelle says. Uh, I was sold a pillow with blood on it. And then there's just a bunch of pictures of this pillow that has blood on it. Like just strips of blood on it. That doesn't seem right. That seems like a legit one-star review, doesn't it? Do you guys buy new pillows? Because I only buy used pillows. Yeah. From I get my pillows uh, from exterminators. I get mine from police auctions. Mine are from uh, military surplus stores, but used on the battlefield. I mean, we love bargains. Okay, Oscar, what else you got? Oh, I got one. You know what okay. I think? It, uh, another thing that I, I love is comments to people's comments that try to shut down the idiocy oh, yeah. of the first comment. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this this is for a sad lamp. You guys know what that is? Like one no. of those uh, those lights that help cure seasonal affective disorder. No, you yeah, it's a to... UV light when you don't have enough sun, so um, it helps oh. you. Like you guys have more sun than I do. It's called a sad lamp because it's supposed to get rid of the sadness or something. I think it just coincidentally because SAD is seasonal. Uh, oh, effective. I don't know if I'm down with that acronym. The review is it is not portable. So uh, it's not portable because it will not work without electrical cord that must be plugged in. So then the comments are, are uh, basically, you don't understand the word portable, Vince. <laughs> guy's name is Vince. Uh, <laughs> so like basically, yeah. and then Amazon customer service comes back and says portable means easily carried, not that it takes batteries. And then there's like uh, like four posts of people just making fun of Vince, which I think he deserves it. <laughs> what do you think when you hear portable? Full disclosure, I thought it meant you could put a battery in it and walk around. Yeah, with it. yeah, me too. I but like you could get away with portable with anything then. Yeah, well, my yeah, couch one, is portable. Yeah, all you got to do is get, yeah, get a couple guys. Yeah, get a couple guys and just go somewhere and plug in the couch. <laughs> wherever you get, wherever you end up, just plug the couch in. Portable. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, like another comment is Elizabeth responding to Vince. This lamp is portable. It's as portable as your phone. You plug it in, it charges. Yeah, what is this guy? This guy's like struggling. He's got to just take this lamp with him everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah, like, I need a lamp. Sad. I need my car lamp. Too yeah. sad. Yeah. I need my sad car lamp. Yeah, it's not very nice of these people to lambast uh, Vince. Yeah, he's already got or, the disorder. Yeah, he's already... <laughs> got seasonal affective disorder he's having a tough time and you come on and just lay in them are there really lamps that try to like do they try to make it seem like it's summertime or something i think it literally is a, a amount of light that your skin or body needs to like oh like it gives you vitamins 
it's vitamin gives, D. I think it's a lamp that gives you vitamin yeah. D. That's what I tell the tell the ladies like, hey, <laughs> do you want a little vitamin D? <laughs> and then you bring that out your portable sad lamp. <laughs> I bring sad out my lamp. portable sad lamp. <laughs> but I bring it out of my pants. Right. <laughs> Are there any pitch pictures of Vince, this sad, white, pasty fuck? <laughs> Uh, okay, the, I think the listeners enjoy they enjoy knowing that the show is going to come to an end at some point. <laughs> because, it's always uh, good to know. Because yeah. it's like the bus in speed. They have to keep listening or <laughs> their family will be exploded. Which we make clear at the start <laughs> of each show. Uh, okay, so here we go. Oscar, anything else? Uh, nope, got nothing. Okay, then you got to ask Doug. Hey, Doug, anything else? This is Doug, and I have nothing else. Kip, anything else? I have no more pillow reviews. I'm out. <laughs> fair, I'm out. fair enough. Yeah, so that's, right. the, that's it for the show. I want to thank uh, Oscar Beltran, our special guest. Yeah. I want to thank Doug Perkins, our not-so-special guest. I want to thank uh, Kip Madsen. You never get any thanks, Kip. Oh. And our uh, Merck Boyan. Yeah. Nice. Merck hey, Boyan, the, the webmaster. I think he calls himself oh, the, yeah, webmaster. the webmaster. I want right. to give a big shout-out, even though they couldn't uh, join us today, or uh, Scott and Jeff. Oh, the Scott and Jeff, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, wherever you guys are, Scott and Jeff, we miss you. Yeah. Hope the uh, ropes aren't too tight, wherever they are. And a, a special thank you to our sponsor, Valvoline. And uh, remember to email us, tosswithsage <laughs> at gmail.com. Don't forget. You keep forgetting. <laughs> so I just want to remind everybody to rate the show on your rating. Just go ahead and give us one star. You lo- love it or hate it, you got to rate it a one star. And remember... Folks, uh, if you didn't care for this podcast, you might try another one. <laughs> A different podcast. It's beautiful. All right, guys. We'll talk to, you, talk to you soon. Later. Oh, bye-bye.